Hey, guess what? Yes, yes, <laughs> guess what? Punk ass here, cheeky shenanigans. Your favorite in memory of Jesse, aka Random Hero. I just got done doing an awesome podcast with uh, Craig Conant. He's a uh, really funny uh, stand up comedian I've been following for a while now. Um, it, it was really fun talking to him. I was nervous in the beginning and I feel like we had a good flow. You know, it's still different for me doing this podcast thing by myself, but I think we hit it off, you know, like no homo or anything. So uh, we, we talked about a bunch of shit. We talked about like stories and of his bits and like like what, what was like truth and what, like what he had to embellish. Um, we talked about uh, drugs back in our drug days. That was good. I asked him as per usual, the most embarrassing sex story he had. So please check this one out. Uh, he's a really awesome guy. He's got some cool stuff going on. Um, he's doing a little touring. You can watch one of the shows I bought a ticket to on Zoom. That's going to be interesting to see. Um, his buddy, like, his buddy did, like, an app thing. So please check out this episode, and you're about to check it out right now. I look like shit, dude. That's right. Yeah. Are we rolling? Did we start? Yeah. I hit the record button, bro. Oh, Let's shit. I wrote down some questions because I've been a fan of yours for a while now, you know? Thanks, dude. So, uh, I kind of went back through, you know, Google and your YouTube, and I, uh, I watched your, uh, old episode of The Next on MTV, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I wanted to ask, I mean, it pretty much answers this question already since your girlfriend was there, but I was going to ask you, are you still a self-proclaimed chubby chaser? Like I said, <laughs> the next, you know? Actually, well, the funny thing is MTV, although I've never, I don't care. I'm, I like all shapes and sizes, yeah. but MTV made that up. Did they really? Yeah. They just, when it came out, it was just funny. Me and my sisters were watching it. We're just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't discriminate, but that's not a, that's not a thing. That's MTV just beefing it up for Hollywood, you know? How did you, uh, how did you get into that, that episode or anything? I remember watching it as a kid because I don't remember what year it came out. I, I was hand, if I sit back this far away, can you still hear me yeah. good? Yeah. Okay. I was handing out gum at Long Beach State University. All right. As a watermelon. I didn't even go to college there. I was a promotional spokesmodel. And my sister, we had these cool jobs where we just got paid back then, like really good money to hand out samples, just gum. Right. So I'm dressed in a watermelon suit. And I mean, it's, it's like, imagine like bananas in pajamas, like, like just my, just my head sticking out, just my face of a giant watermelon. And then my hands with little white gloves and I'm handing out watermelon Wrigley's gum. It was right. a new item. And then MTV was there scouting or whatever. And they're like, yo, you look like a jackass. Would you like to be on our show? They didn't say that, but you know, <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. Dude, that's and, crazy. Yeah. And then I went down and auditioned and then they just, I was a weirdo. They like weirdos. I, I'll never forget. That was when I was like 20. Excuse me. It's very loud. Yeah, it did. It did say when you were 20. Um, yeah. So I saw Cameron Diaz. So that as a 20 year old before I ever touched stand up or it went to Hollywood, I was like, oh, my God, Cameron Diaz at MTV. No way. And it was like, just like a, now I'm, it sounds silly, but I don't really give a shit anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get it's that. It's weird, though, how that changes. When you're a kid, you're like, what? Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, since you brought that up, um, when did you decide to do stand-up? I kind. It sounds like a cliche, but it's just kind of in you, man. I had always had it. I was always a, a class clown and, and, and a joker, right. and I waited for that perfect moment for pranks or farts or just to sneak a joke in and get a laugh. Yeah. Sorry, I'm killing a mosquito. I've been getting eaten up. <laughs> there a lot out there? No, not at all. I got one. It's terrorizing me. Oh, shit. Um, uh, but, yeah, I remember as when I was little, just waiting for that moment to crack a joke just for that perfect moment of uh i mean this is a old reference i don't know if you'll remember it but when i was a kid there was those uh tootsie pop commercials you know and we had yeah. a substitute teacher and i must have been about 10 or 11 and the substitute teacher wrote his name on the chalkboard and it was mr owl and then i just sat there and i patiently waited with my hand in the air right he called on me and i go mr owl how many licks does it take oh, to shit. the center of a Tootsie Pop? And the whole class erupted. And that piece of shit ratted on me, and I ended up getting to tension. I was like, that was a good one, dude. Come on. Yeah. No but that was like, anyways, like I always want, I looked up to Conan O'Brien, and I wanted to do that. And then uh, I remember Mitch Hedberg in high school. Mm -hmm. And then it, it's, it's, you know, it's scarier and all hell. So it took years and years and years. And then finally I got arrested for the firecracker horse assault. Yeah, yeah. And then that's, I was a loser. I was on drugs. I live with my mom and it was, I was just like, fuck. Dude, I'm I've been there, dude. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was just like, I'm so sick of this lifestyle. So I said, I'm going to get sober. I'm going to get into stand up. Yeah. And everything's a process. So it took a couple of years, but I finally, I got sober and I got into stand up. Did you, uh, the first like real set you did, did you bomb? Or was you, were you like nervous, dude? I actually fucking ripped it, bro. Did you really? <laughs> That's how. Okay, I was. I think God like just said like just give it to him. I was so, so thin skinned and sensitive and scared to stand up that I got an applaud break. I mean, I was new and they knew I was new. So, yeah. But I mean, like those other kids that did bomb, you know, I I I did very very well. I got a lot of laughs and I got an applaud break, and then uh. I still was so scared. I didn't touch a microphone for like six months. Oh, really? I felt sensitive and scared and, and, and just. Well, that's the, uh, that's the boat I'm in. Right. Cause I'm like you, I was always the class clown and I love making people laugh. And I was always into watching comedians and listening to them. So, you know, me and my buddy, my buddy's done like stand up sets and he's like, dude, you should do it. And I wrote some stuff down. I'm like, ah, shit, man. I'm just like stage fried. I don't know yet. I even bought, this stupid mastering stand-up book you know to help give you notes and hey, shit. whatever helps man yeah i bought that book to a different one i only read two pages out of it but right it's the kind of guy i still bought it hey but i mean i know everybody says this and this also sounds like a cliche but there's nothing you can you just got to get on stage dude That's well yeah it. then i uh well, not I listen, right now <laughs> i listen to podcasts you know and there's like uh there's like some comedians that say, oh, well, you know, if you can't just get up there and do it, then it's not for you. And I'm like, well, is that true? Is it? I don't know. You know, no, that's this. Uh, that's not true, because whatever your lane is, I mean, look at Judd Apatow. He started as a stand up, quit stand up and became one of the most powerful 
comedy moguls in the game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's producer, there's director, there's writer, there's there's so many different lanes. Like don't you know? Because if you stink at stand up, you could go on to become a, a brilliant producer or director or writer or all of the above. Like there's always something, you know? Yeah. But uh, as I took all sorts of classes, read two pages out of a 300 page book oh. and uh, nothing taught me like, just like, doing it. You know, years of training is equal to 20 minutes on stage. It's just, right. you got to do it. You, so you're originally from, you know, California, right? Yeah. West Coast. So when you started doing it, did you just stay in like the LA, California area or did you actually go tour different states and stuff in the beginning? Oh, I wish, man. I, I'm, I'm uh, blessed and cursed. LA is a great and horrible place to start out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, you're blessed because you're in the, the, the city, you know, you see Bill Burr and Joe Rogan and Sarah Silverman and Chris Rock, you yeah. know, like drop ins. Well, but you, then you're competing against them. Yeah, you <laughs> do right? have the comedy store, right? That's like the main hub, I think, you know? For sure, it is, yeah. And then uh, it's like the Shark Tank. So yeah. good in that sense, like you have to get good quick or you, you die. You just you just phase out. Uh, but it's awful because there's so many people and, and comics and artists and actors right. that are trying stand-up and, and et cetera that you you're limited like you get you have to fight for three minutes you know oh really as opposed to all these other comics that came up in denver and chicago and Fiend or arizona yeah you got six clubs seven clubs and there's a good scene but it's just not as many people they're like yeah i i, I was decent and that i got like feature sets right away and i was like like i didn't get really? a feature set till i was like six years in you know i was or five years in i'm like what what's and the uh What's what? the biggest uh, comedian you've toured with? Dalia. Is it Dalia? Chris Dalia, Bobby Lee, Michael Yo. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, I've never really been. I I mean, as much as I love those guys and they help me out. Yeah. I never really toured with them. I was. I'm always the once in a while kind of guy. Oh, like if they're doing I, I like, would, a... like each of them would take me twice a year. Once oh, or twice awesome. a year, which All is right. amazing, and I'm grateful and thankful for it, and it helped me, and it, you know, I got paid, and yeah. but it, I've never been like, I've never actually like toured, toured, like gone to every city all over, uh -huh. gone forty weeks out of the year. Uh, my extended touring is like, so Utah, six to, six to twelve weekends a year uh, with various different people, and now starting a headline on my own until this goddamn pandemic hit <laughs> dude i know i uh i saw on your page that you're doing like a, a zoom stand-up show and i bought a ticket because i've been wanting to see one of your shows right man that's how you're gonna see me well i live like north of seattle you know okay, so yeah yeah i would love to tour up there i'm just i just you know i'm just trying to make it and everyone's like why don't you tour everywhere i'm like i want to i know tell the, tell the clubs man like it ain't me like, uh, I was supposed to go see uh, Brendan Schwab in Spokane. He's coming at the end of the month, but the club was like, ah, you know, we're going to have to close down because our governor is being a dick still. I'm like, shit, you know? Yeah. So I get it, but I'm interested to see what your experience is going to be doing, like, a virtual stand-up show instead of, like, a club, you know? Oh, it's going to be awful. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like, do you still get to see like our faces and shit? Or I get to see some faces for sure. Uh, it's probably just going to be a gallery view of I'm guessing like a dozen people, and uh, you know. This comedy club, from what I understand, I spoke to comics that have done it, like wow. Ian Edwards and, and whatnot, and he said they do it as good as you possibly can do it. They uh, watermark it, so if anybody records, you know who it is, and you could go after them, be like, what are you doing? Don't record my set. As oh, well as they, they got like they got IT nerd guys like right. controlling uh, people recording your shit, as well as hecklers, anybody who's interrupting the show, they'll mute them immediately. Oh, so um, people could talk if they wanted to. Yeah. I still haven't read the whole ordeal yet, you know? Well, if they do, you get muted and kicked out of the show, or, or I don't really know. I just know that these people are tech savvy, mm -hmm. and they're on it because shutting down a heckler in real life is one thing. You can see them. You can address them. But, like, yeah. if it's just a stranger that's not even on the screen, like, I don't even, <laughs> you know, you just... Do you yeah. handle hecklers really well? I haven't seen much clips of you, you know, doing crowd work or anything. So. I have and I have not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've never, I've, I've never been destroyed by a heckler, but I have gotten super angry, and then right. I made myself look like a stupid asshole piece of shit by going That's zero to a hundred, even though they started it. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part. I'm pretty decent at it. You know, I've had my battles with hecklers. See, yeah. I don't think that's fair when you have somebody, you know, trying to heckle you and then you get mad and then you look like the dick, you know? It's not fair, but it is a reality of the situation. So you need to handle it better. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned that lesson real quick. Uh, very, very early on. I was just like, shut the fuck up, asshole. And then everyone was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I should have said some jokes. Did you gain them back, though? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Uh, probably. I, I've I've lost some audiences, but I'm I'm a I'm a peaceful farting guy. You know, I'm I'm a, I just smile at me like, oh, sorry guys, and I could <laughs> I could get them back. Um, so I'm pretty sure you get asked this a lot because it's you know the the whole farting on your manager at Trader Joe's, you know, your whole bit. Uh, if you. What was his initial reaction when you did it? You know what I mean? So uh, the bit and reality are slightly different. I did I fart on my manager. Right. And I did film it and I did post it on Instagram. Yeah. It, when the truth of the situation, the guy I fart on, he's my homie. I loved him. He loved me. He fart on me. I fart on him. We're buddies. I call him pussy face. He calls me asshole bitch or whatever. Yeah. We were homies. We loved each other. And, uh, but my social media antics, that fart went a little bit viral, then corporate saw it. Then they looked at my social media and they're like, oh my God, this, this guy's a, a wild jackass. Oh no. Shaking sodas, doing this, doing that. And then my manager had to fire me, but he was the homie. Like he literally went to my show Saturday and fired me Tuesday. Like that was, he was... Yeah. That we're buddies. We're buddies. That had to be yeah. hard for him, man. That's well, it was, dude. He's almost crying. I'm almost crying. And he, I was like, dude, I know it's not you. Like, I know it's corporate. Do what you got to do. I'm not going to rat you out and jeopardize your 100K job, you know. Yeah. I don't want to do this anyways, you know. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I wrote it because I know, you know, listening to comedy, I know sometimes, you know, comedians will or have to embellish the story a little bit. You know what I mean? So I was like, 
I was writing this down. I'm like, I wonder if he embellished it or I asked you and you, you know, you told me, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like 90% true. I mean, I, it did happen. It is out there. I did get fired. It was just corporate and not the exact manager. All right. All right. Yeah. My favorite bit you do, man, is the one where you, uh, have to drive your buddy's car you know mushies, yeah <laughs> and then you say mushies then i'm like dude that's a really cool name for him i've never heard that that is about 98 percent true is it so, so the very end when we crashed into the cop car yeah i made that part up oh you did i used to just end it with that's it and then you know <laughs> it just it didn't pop it didn't. yeah <laughs> so i that but uh, i 100 percent was I might have been on more drugs. I don't remember. I was just a drug addict. I was on uh for sure weed, pills, alcohol, shrooms. Now that's about it. I was on four but I was on four drugs. All at the same time? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Oh yeah. I partied, bro. I'm sober for a reason. And then the and then the the whole story is hundred percent true, dude. That I actually forgot some details. So when we were getting kicked out of the campsite by uh-huh. the the this the fucking park ranger the smoky yeah. the bear cop as i called him he we my buddy adam hoovery makes bongs like dude he's like picasso bro the, the dude will make a bong look like a air jordan look like a ship he sells bongs for ten thousand thirty thousand dollars put a hundred hours like if you look up his instagram your mind will fucking blow it's insane Anyways, he was making bongs. That was early on in his career, and he made a sick, like, like two-footer glass-on-glass bong. Yeah. And we were hitting it, and we put it down, just like in the dirt. We put it, like, near a boulder so we wouldn't just walk, knock it over, you know? Yeah. So when we were getting kicked out by the park ranger, we're standing in front of it like, like, like dumb kids in high school, like, hiding, like, weed from a teacher or something. We're just, like, we're scooting like this, you know, like – like the, and he does he didn't see it and he didn't find it so we get kicked out i have to drive stick shift in front of the cop that's literally on his radio calling for you know state troopers or our highway patrol you know mm-hmm. and then so uh as you know the cops come and then yeah. they they said that we all had a different answer what are you doing <laughs> Uh, taking a nap, shit his pants, I'm sick, whatever. Everyone, and the guy just started laughing. He's like, all right, what's up, guys? And then we we said, you know, we got kicked out for drinking in there. You know, I don't want to do the bit again. It just feels so weird. <laughs> but I didn't tell him about the fireworks and the hash and whatnot. And then he said, you can't be here and you can't drive home. And all of us were tripping and we're just like, what the fuck? does that mean you know what does that mean exactly he was actually being cool and then he left and then he fucking left so when he left me and my buddy andrew we stayed in the car or no just stayed you know we're not we at the DUI rules in california you got to take the keys out the ignition it's in the bit but it's true you can't be in the car you can't have the keys in the ignition they have to be like a certain feet away otherwise you get a DUI. yeah um and then so uh, my buddy Devin and Adam went back into the campsite when the cop left to go retrieve the bong. Now, oh, I know that doesn't sound crazy, but they're on hallucinogens and are tipsy and been hassled by a park ranger and a police officer. And they sneak back in in the dark. No flashlights, bro. You think I we're mean, fucking prepared? We I didn't mean, have shit. They're in the dark. They're crawling through woods and campsites 
And then me and my other homie, we're still tripping, you know? So we go, okay, go ahead. And then we smoke more hash and we get more fucked up. Yeah. And, and then we forget about them because we're tripping, you know? And then, and then they come back out of the bushes and they got the bong. And then there, we, we like thought it was like a bear or, or like a monster or the cop, you know, we were just like, oh, what the fuck's in the bushes? And they come out, we, we got, we're like, oh my God, we forgot about you because we were on hallucinogens. Uh, so I, I forgot to add that in the story, but um, it, you know. Yeah. Extra details I left out. I mean, I've done mushrooms like, a, I don't know, maybe like a few times. So, I mean, I'd be scared if there was some like bushes, noises and shit or something coming. Dude, you don't even know. We thought it was a monster and we're like, oh, it's our friends that went in there 20 minutes ago, you know, like, yeah. not even, like but you just are fucking dumb when you're on that shit, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I know that shit. Uh so when you when you're doing this uh the Zoom stand up you got going, are you going to do you ha- have like new material you're going to try out or is it just- Yeah, I have a bunch of new shit. I feel weird doing my old shit. Uh I have maybe a half hour of newer stories. Uh-huh. And uh bits. Uh I got my old stuff of course. Um I feel weird performing old shit to a computer lens. I feel like it's <laughs> I'm already storyteller anyways. I feel like it's just more time to tell weird stories. And I got a lot of those. So Yeah. See, that's another thing too. When, you know, when I'm thinking about, you know, wanting to do stand up, I'm thinking, you know, I would rather go like the story route because I have a bunch of them and then trying to figure out where to put in like punchlines instead of just coming up with like a straight, like, you know, quick joke every, you know, few minutes or something like that. Yeah. It, it just, uh, I love it. I, it's my route I'm taking. There's no right or wrong answer. But if you have the stories, I mean, there's half the battle right there. I always figured, why am I going to try to write topical jokes about Uber and, 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 and whatever when Bill Burr and, and, and Neil Brennan are doing it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be as good as them. They're 25, 30 year veterans been writing, you know, their take, not that my take isn't valid and there's lots of good up and comers that have very good jokes like that. I just know my lane. I was like, I'm a weirdo. I got weird stories. I know how to tell them. That's what I choose. And then no one can come up with, no one's going to have a driving on mushrooms bit like mine because I, that happened to me. Every detail of it happened. You know what I mean? So if you come up with a new bit and I come up with a new bit, we have the same mindset. And if it's of like the mailman, we could come up with the same exact joke and we'll be like thief, but that'll never happen with a story about shark coming on you and your sister. You know what I mean? (laughs) Do you, uh, do you believe that whole, um, like ordeal with, uh, Joe Rogan and fuck, what's that guy's name? Uh, Yeah, Mencia, you know, that video that came out where he was like, you know, saying he stole his jokes and other people's jokes. Did you? Well, yeah, man. I mean, there's it's it's the the proof is in the pudding, dude. There was dozens and dozens of comedians coming after Mencia. Now, if I was Mencia, dude, I would not. I would be so embarrassed. You know what I mean? I would not. You know that. uh I wasn't around at that time, but I know that Mencia is not popular at all amongst most comics because of that. 
Oh, he was, he was known to do that, and that, and he he wasn't liked. And uh, I'll never forget this. And I, I, you know, Rogan said someone asked him in an interview or on his podcast somewhere, but they say, "Weren't you worried?" Because when that happened, mm-hmm. Rogan got kicked out of the store. Rogan got dropped by his agency and manager. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. And Rogan got decided with Mencia. And they asked Rogan, like, were you ever worried? And he said, no, because I knew I was right. Like, I knew I was on the right side. Yeah. And that quote has helped me with more than just comedy, you know? Like, when you know you're doing the right thing, just time will tell, you know? Uh, obviously, the tide changed. Rogan just got $100 million from Spotify. Dude, that's crazy. He's, he's like, uh, fuck, dude. I keep forgetting names here. Donnie Carson. Howard yeah, Smith. That and uh, the guy that's on um, Sirius Radio, the main guy. Howard Stern, I just said yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. He's like the Howard Stern of like podcasts now, yeah? Yeah, he's, he just, he made it, he just like, when you look at him and his career, you're just like, okay, you don't need Hollywood anymore. No. All this shit is internet, even though he is clicked into the Hollywood world. Yeah. He doesn't need it, and he... uh he built his own empire. Did you did you go on the Joe Rogan show? No, I would love that very no. much. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I thought were you on uh the fighter? I was on King and the Sting, the hoodie you're wearing. Oh, that's where it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's a fun oh, show. Speaking of storytellers, Theo is fucking the man at storytellers as well. You know, since you're here, I I listen to him and I listen to all his podcasts because I'm a big fan of his too. Is some shit he stu- like says, is it like bullshit? He'll be I like would, I would imagine so, dude. Cause it's always like like a like me and my buddy were like throwing a tennis ball and it hit him in the face and he died. You know, shit like that. I'm like, what? You know, no, I know I know uh I know he's a weirdo, you know. My favorite kind of comics are always the weirdos and the storytellers, and he's yeah. one, of, one of my favorites to watch. Uh I don't, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm going to have, I have a gut feeling that a huge chunk is for sure true, but a huge chunk also is false. <laughs> I, 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 I just love listening to you. Like that hamster bone shit. I'm like, what is happening? You know, I love it. it but he's, he's a, a fucking true weirdo. And I love watching him. All the comics love to watch the, do that. Yeah. Well, he's a comics comic. You're like, Oh, let's go see what he's going to say. You know? tattooing hamsters yeah he's the shit man he's the man (laughs) have you uh since you've been like on lockdown or you know have you been watching like amazon prime or anything like that i mean of course yeah not uh i mean probably more netflix but have have you seen that uh that rebel wilson show the last one laughing where they uh where she has 10 australian comics and they all come into this house. There's 10 of them. And they have to be in there for six hours. And whoever laughs gets eliminated. So the whole point of the game is trying to make each other laugh without laughing. And then the last person standing wins $100,000. Oh, that's fun. That reminds me of my childhood. Like when you're not allowed to speak or giggle or laugh or when you play that game with your sisters and cousins and shit. Yeah. So you have to try not to laugh, but still make each other other people laugh at the same time so i wanted to ask you if it's easy for you because i was trying to think and it was hard if they did like an american show like which 10 comedians would you want to see in a competition of trying to make each other laugh without them laughing you know i would 
I would lose. I'm just gonna state that right now. I, I would. Put, I put you in mind. I put you in mind. <laughs> uh, which ten comics? Oh, there's too many, dude. But uh, you know, um, because I was thinking it wouldn't be fair. I would think to put in like Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Kind of leave them out. You know. Okay, so up and comers. Yeah, famous, maybe famous fucks as I always call them. Well, I, like me, I kind of, I got, I picked like Pete Davidson, Bobby Lee, Adam Ray, Theo, Chris, you know, Andrew Santino, you know, that type. Yeah. I'm going to do up and comers because the famous guys are already rich and, and have money and careers. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. So let's see, 10, 10 of my homies. Okay. Ron Taylor. Okay. Sure. Audrey Stewart. Uh, Derek Poston. Asan Ahmad. Oh, I know Derek. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know it's tough, huh? Nicole Amy Schreiber. I'm gonna piss off a bunch of friends too. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of people. <laughs> right. Um, oh Thomas Dale, that crazy bastard. He's so funny. Is he? Yeah. Deborah De Giovanni, even though she's a headliner uh and deserves just as much as Joe Rogan. Uh she's just not super famous, but she is fucking. Oh my god. If you don't know her name, she is a force of nature on that goddamn stage. I'll have to she look her up. So yeah. good. Um, I think there's three more. I think you got three, three more. Fucking. Well, I got to include my stupid friends, uh, Mark Hayes and Michael Lenoci. One more. One more. Um, Chappelle Lacey. Oh, I was just watching some of his clips today. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's a good one. He's a good dude. What's yeah. uh? What's uh, what's been going on with you lately? You got any like? Are you gonna get married soon? Have any kids? No, no. man. <laughs> what? You don't want no kids, dude? I mean, yeah, I do. I got everyone thinks you're famous and rich and all this shit just because you have followers. I got a studio kitchen, no <laughs> studio apartments, and no kitchen. I said that backwards. God damn it! <laughs> I ain't got a fucking kitchen, dude. How, you think I want to bring a kid into this world you're when I don't kitchen? have a kitchen? I remember, I think uh, you were posting some shit on your Instagram. You were, like, redoing your bathroom or some shit. I wasn't redoing it. I was washing my dishes in the bathtub. Oh, when I put the bidet in? Is oh, I put a sink in. Yeah, yeah, sink. that's it. That's it, yeah. My apartment's so old that they had uh, a hot water uh -huh. and cold water separate, separate spouts. So this is 100% hot. This is 100% cold. Two different water spigots. There's no medium. Uh, or faucets, whatever the fuck they're called. So I'm literally super hot, super cold. I was like, it's, that's so all I did is I made one, like a normal of this hundred year century fucking faucet, not any, you know, yeah. 65 faucet. And uh, that's all I did. Cause I what was, you, after six years, I was fucking sick of it. I was like, I'm tired of burning my nuts and freezing my nuts. Let me get warm water. <laughs> you put a fucking bidet in there, huh? Is that good? It looks good. I, it was awesome, but it's the cheap one. It's cold water only, and let me tell you, that's cold. That's cold. Cheap yeah, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, well, like, okay. Like, I know you're famous, right? Like you said, you know. You, I am not famous, but people think I am. I'm. I, I, maybe I'm on my way to be. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I think, I, I mean, you. I think you've known, you know, I mean, you're famous, you know, but we'll say like semi-famous. How about that? Is that good? I appreciate you, brother. That is very kind. <laughs> but, uh, 
like saying on like a good weekend, if if you don't mind me asking, like like what's a good like pay for like a good weekend of like three shows or something, you know? Is it I'm, does it depend? I'm not supposed to talk about that, but I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, if I do a weekend of six shows, I get two G's. Do you? Yeah. And that in in the scheme of a comic is not good. No, two G's total, bro. Not not. No, so you do six six shows, right? Six shows, and I get two G's. Is is that like thirty minute sets? Uh, forty five to an hour. Oh shit! All right, yeah, shit. Yeah, it's not good. Don't smile, bro. (laughs) Anyways, I'm very happy for it, and I'll take a lot. I'll do all. I'll take. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, But uh, you know. You gotta you, you build up fame or 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 uh, or just your name. It doesn't have to be fame. You just have to sell tickets. What is your name worth? That's yeah, it. that's the name of the game. Once you sell tickets, you make money. So you're pretty much poor until you're rich. Straight I, up, <laughs> there's so very I, little middle class. I guess it's I guess it hit you pretty hard then with all this COVID shit going on, huh? Uh, yeah, but I was already used to not making any money. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's funny I, I did write in here oh yeah bro i was like hey would you know would you ever go back and work for trader joe's yeah no no, no? i would kill myself before that's, that day comes okay. i will hang myself maybe whole foods is better you know, no 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 they're worse i will double hang really myself. no wow. i'll never kill myself those are just jokes i'm sorry you're not supposed to say that anymore everything's so fucking sensitive do no, you, I will never go back. It's done. This is it. It's do or die, baby. Do or die? Do or die. This I, is it. That's I, all I, my eggs are in one basket, homie. I, That's it. I think you're going to make it, dude. You got the, you know, like you say, people think you're on drugs because you have that look. Sometimes I get the same shit. You know what I mean? So I just think your comedy is like, like, uh, like, like you don't tell bullshit comedy. Like you say, you write stories of your own and, sometimes I can relate to you in some ways. So that's why I think I had that like, Oh, I really, I'm really into this guy, you know, no homo, but yeah, you know, that's my shit, dude, Richard Pryor. He's on my wall right there, but he, that's dude, he's the King or the OG of storytelling. And I love him and look up to him. And that's why I like that. It's like, that's who I want to be like. Yeah. So good at it. And he was so important to comedy in this world. And it's, it's, it's just like him talking about smoking crack and lighting his face on fire, bro. Like, come on. As an A-list celebrity, mm-hmm. putting in his specials, like, in the 70s, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I just love it. And it just, and, and you know, like, uh, I love, I love to share with the knuckleheads in this world, like, Yes, I was a loser. Yes, I was on five, six, seven drugs and lived with my mama and had no money, no job. Uh, that no, had to no be tags on my truck, nothing. Yeah. But you, you know, when you're in that bullshit, you don't think you ever can get out, but you can get out. And I, and I guess that's my, my goal is to, because I never thought I was going to make it out of that darkness, you know? you know? Yeah, I was the same way, man. I was, like you said, you, you were like on to like a bunch of things. Mine was uh pills back in the day when you know oh, Oxy, oxycontin was oxycontin bro dude remember 80, 80s remember when they 80, made 80 dollars a pill rub the peel off like nothing you just lick your thumb and rub the peel off i would suck it off i would suck it off yeah, i would just rub it off and i'd grate it up and then sniff it and <sighs> inhale it and put it in my booty hole all of it i never shot up though thank the lord yeah. 
I never did that either. It, it got to the point where, like you said, I had no money. I was like pawning shit. I had my car fucking repoed. I was really yeah. fucking down there. And Bad. I finally, finally got out of it, man. It, it sucks. It sucks being there. Yeah, my whole shit, and 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 they need us, dude. They need you're sober now, or what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been sober for they, since 2010. Nice, dude. Yeah, they need us, bro. They with people need people like us to be like, yo, yes, I used to steal my grandma's pills and scratch my nuts with my sister's bristle brush. Yeah, so my nuts scabbed up, but now. I'm doing what I love and I'm sober and my mom is proud of me and doesn't hate me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they need to know there's a way out. Cause when you're down there, you don't, you don't think there is. That's yeah. all there is. I felt bad once because, you know, I was, I was living with my parents and my mom came into me once and she was like, you know, your dad fucking comes to check in on you while you're sleeping to see if you're still breathing. I'm like, fuck, yeah, that makes me feel like shit. Yeah. yeah, I know, dude. I remember taking like 26 norks and sleeping 18 hours and my mom shaking me to wake me up. And I'm just like, I was like, oh, that was a close one. <laughs> yeah, that. And then like, like just like meeting random people you don't know or going into someone's houses you don't know. It was crazy, dude. Uh, yeah, dude, the shit, the dark, deviant, seedy behavior that comes with narcotics. It's just, yeah. no, thank you. That's the thing. So... Like I've I've done you know like mushrooms I've done like coke and like weed I never had like any problems or like a rush to keep doing it every day it was like pills for some reason I just wanted it and wanted it and wanted did you have like I well, I loved all of them but it was pills was my number one yeah uh, was it cotton Norcos a Vicodin uh, for sure because it's just so easy it's just like a tic tac just yeah or fucking going in the you could take one at church. Or at law school, or in front of your mama, or right? on stage, like it just looks like a mint. Yeah, it's just, it's just your domesticated, uh, uh, America-approved legal heroin addict is what you are. That's what you are. If you're popping oxy's, you're a fucking heroin addict. It's just, it's just a clean. lot easier for our nation to digest. I mean, it's it's like a little pill, man. Tell you what, dude, I try, I try extra hard. If I had like a doctor's appointment or like a dentist appointment, dude, and be like. Uh, it hurts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number oh, ten. Yeah. Uh, they could call bullshit so easy. Did you get them? You get them? I got him. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking got them. Let's see. Let's see. Oh fuck! I'm enjoying this podcast, dude. You're fucking. You're fun. You're fun to talk to. Thanks for having me, brother. Let's see. I don't know why I wrote this down, but I'm going to fucking ask you anyways. I, I don't know. I was coming up with weird shit. So if uh, if Michael Jackson was still alive and decided to run for a presidency, would you uh, vote for him? Mm, I don't know, man. That music's pretty good. It is pretty. You know, I was thinking of I don't know if it'd be too soon because like I always try to think of like, you know, like joke ideas and shit. I, I've been waiting to see if a comedian would write a joke about if Michael Jackson was still alive, would he be with like the black lives matter or the all lives matter? You know what I mean? Cause he, you know, he used to oh, be yeah. black, now he's white. I don't know. I thought it'd be a good idea, you know, but I don't know if it's too soon, you know? Yeah. You keep writing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How was, uh, was it crazy down there during, during the protest and stuff? Oh, for sure, man. For sure. 
Did... Uh, yeah, it was chaos for like one or two days. Uh, mm -hmm. After that, it was it was pretty peaceful protest every day. Yeah. Um, I you... went a bunch. I don't know how much, maybe six, seven, eight times. Uh, I definitely was at a crazy one. That shit was gnarly. Were you like nervous at all? Fucking being oh, there? Yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was front row and they were firing rubber bullets and cop cars were on fire and I was just like, oh my God. Ah, oh, there's gotta be a fucking good story out of that, huh? You got Yeah, it was all on my Insta stories. I guess I should chop it up and put it out there, but I posted a cop car on fire, you know. A couple oh, of them. I think I think I did see that one. Was that down yeah. like in Hollywood Boulevard or was it that one was on Fairfax, the Fairfax riots. It was oh. all weird, man. I've talked about it before. I mean, just everything was super weird. Like, everyone was like, fuck the protesters, but the protesters were predominantly peaceful. Violence didn't break out till the cops started shooting and tear gassing. They also, like, would leave abandoned cop cars just kind of, like, in the middle of crowds, and it was mm -hmm. just like, why are you putting those there? It's yeah. just, what do you think's going to happen? You know, uh, I love some chaos and destruction, but I don't want to see any mom and pop business. Yeah. Hurt, you know, uh, but also I understand the frustration of, of people of color and, and the uh, systematic racism or systemic racism. Yeah, I totally get that. I just, I want this, I, I just want this year to fucking get over. Yeah. With. Just, uh, I don't understand how people don't see it. It is just rampant. I guess I never, had homies in the hood or whatever but like yeah if you're in the hood you get fucked with all day by the cops it don't matter yeah and i am lucky i'm i look i'm hispanic you know and uh, half, I'm half mexican half but like a lot of my cousins and, and uncles and aunts aren't and they get fucked with as well oh really uh yeah dude it's crazy like people like it's just like i'm tired of people in denial it's like nah it fucking exists all right guys like my yeah family, my, my well my mom's side they grew up in the projects in harbor cities in like the 40 harbor city it's south bay mm -hmm. city san pedro so you know that was it was uh they tried to whitenize themselves and americanize because of they just didn't want to get harassed by citizens and police yeah Do and you nobody fucking believes it and it's like no that doesn't happen i'm like yeah it fucking does dude yeah yeah and, i've seen uh, it dude yeah do you agree with, because like there's sometimes where like, uh, like on Facebook or some shit, there'll be a video of a person getting pulled over and then he's like recording it, which is totally fine. But then he, he like doesn't cooperate with the officer and then like the officer gets upset. In my mind, I'm thinking, you know, when I get pulled over, I, I know I'm not black or, or Hispanic or anything, but I just, you know, do what he says and then he like gives me a warning and lets me go i mean do you kind of like yeah i mean uh not cooperating is not wise but i only could imagine if i was constantly pulled over constantly right. harassed for nothing i'm going to be fucking pissed yeah and enough is enough and i'll be like fuck you dude i ain't doing shit yeah, you know I and mean? you everybody reaches their boiling point. Imagine being harassed twelve to fourteen times, handcuffs, ha guns drawn on you. Malcolm X quote like, you know, uh, America wonders why there's a chip on my shoulder. It's because your foot is on my throat. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it happen, and anybody that denies that shit is full of shit. All the people that come at me on my Instagram, they're like, "That's a false narrative." You know, I'm sick of it. They're always white. They're always white. <laughs> if you're white yeah 
You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I've never had any, you know, have to deal with any of that. And on top of that, there's plenty of footage on the internet that clearly shows. Yeah. Like, okay, sure, maybe you should cooperate, uh, you know, and maybe that's bad. But also, maybe the cop shouldn't murder you. Yeah, you know? I, I totally agree with you, man. Some of this, How about that? Some of that shit's fucked up, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on, you know? It's crazy. It's just, it's just like, I'm part of the movement because it's just pretty simple. It's just like, hey, cops, maybe don't murder unarmed citizens. Yeah. Period. Especially people of color because they're three times likely to get mur- mur- murdered, more mm-hmm. likely to get murdered. And then also, if you do do that, you're accountable and you have to pay. And then, you know, just yeah. fucking justice. They, yeah. get, they, they don't go well, to jail. It's like you killed the guy. Well, I, I think they I feel like they kind of made just like a little bit of progress lately. You know what I mean? Yeah, they made this much fucking yeah, progress. Just, just, just like a little bit, just a little bit, you know? Um, all right, all right, two more questions before I before I let you go. Uh, I asked it, it's kind of like a tradition on, on my podcast. I asked Adam Ray, you know, Christian Finnegan. They they gave me some of the, you know their their story. It's uh, do you have an embarrassing like sex story or or something that happened? Like with Adam Ray, I asked him if he was in a three way with uh, Brad Williams, and then Brad accidentally jizzed in his eye, you know, or some shit like that, you know. <laughs> uh... Yeah, embarrassing sex moment. Every single one of them. <laughs> uh, hang on, I don't remember. Uh, I know. It's... I don't. Um, I mean, like, I've been farted on. That oh, was embarrassing for them. Yeah, that's the same with Christian Finnegan. That happened to him. That was. I mean, just just coming too fast. I mean, like, eh, uh, sorry, you know. You know that fucking sucks. And our my answer always is like, ah, it's been a while, or you're too yeah. hot. Sorry, you know. Ugh. I'm I'm very lucky. That's usually not the case, but it for sure has happened. Yeah. Like, whoopsie. <laughs> sorry have you, about have that. Have you ever tried to like hide it and like keep going? In high school, yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah, I, I remember doing that a bunch. Now I'm like, I'm done. I'm an old man. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, but uh, in high school for sure. I'd be like, nope, didn't happen. I'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, last one. I saw, uh, I think it was a video you were saying you and your buddies made an app or, or came up. Oh, with- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's really cool. I, I need to plug it more. Okay, so this is amazing. It's for up and coming comics yeah. and famous fucks. We don't give a shit. But the whole point of this was my buddy I play dodgeball with, mm-hmm. his brother-in-law, Andrew, is a app developer dude. And uh, my buddy was searching for com- uh, comics, up-and-comers footage. They did, for the job he was doing for a foundation, they did not want a famous guy, but they wanted somebody really good. Okay. So I gave him a big, long list of like 80 comics. I have them just, you know, for podcast recommendations it's you it's good to have a list of all the funny homies you know yeah. because you just forget just i forgot to list abby robert and ari manis that popped in my head as soon as i was done i was like oh too yeah. late yeah so if you have a list you have everybody who's right for the job i sent him that list and he's looking for footage and he's like dude none of you guys have footage and i was like 
yeah, it's hard to get footage, et cetera. And then, and then I was like, we don't get paid much. And a lot of times the clubs don't allow us to film depending. Course, yeah. And then, and then he was like, I'm going to make an app that's subscription based. And then a third or more goes mm -hmm. to the comics on the app. So they get paid oh, every cool. single month. And then, uh, uh, so it's supposed to be a third to the owners, a third to infrastructure. Uh -huh. producing shows, taping specials, pr and producing shows where 100% of the door goes to the comics. Yeah. Like everything, because my buddy who's dodgeball, he's an artist too, and he's been, as most artists in this period, you get fucked over, you get treated like shit, you get paid until you're Kevin Hart, and then you're like, give me money. You oh, know? Yeah, dude. But it's back pay. People don't realize that. It's like back pay for being stepped on for 10 to 20 to 30 years. Anyways... Yeah. He's an artist. He gets it. So we're like the comics are in complete control. You own your material. You, if you get a deal with anybody and you want it taken down, it's it's taken down. You want it back up. That deal's done. It's back up. Yeah. So when it's on the app. You're getting views. You get money. What's the uh, then, what's the app called? It's called Comedy Showcase Stand Up Clips. Comedy Showcase app. Comedy. And it's uh and anybody could be on it. You could submit footage, and then um the comics on the app like curated it's comic curated mm -hmm. it's uh basically you just need decent video and audio don't be sending no you know flip phone yeah that that would be like kind of like a cool like uh like information thing like you're saying like you know because like my podcast you know i like it to be like a comedy podcast you know talk shit make jokes or whatever yeah. No, that'd be cool to like see up and comers and asking like I did with you. Hey, you want to come do a podcast with me for a little bit? You know? That's yeah. And then uh, at all the comics get a profile, headshots, bio, links to all their social media, links to their podcast. They get uh, data and analytics to who is watching their mm -hmm. material. So when the app does blow up, they'll be like, oh, okay, I could tour here and I could sell merch and tickets here and they know where to go. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, you know, it's not famous dudes don't really need this. They already know where they can tour, but like up and comers, like we don't know. I got like, you know, six dates. It's like, well, I want more than that. I want to go to more cities. Once I see the data, I'd be like, oh, I could go to Denver. I could sell a little, little theater there, you know, yeah. a little hundred seater. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just to uh, help the artist because. And it's 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 behind a paywall, and it's only an app. It's not. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, so it's not even like you're really burning material, anyways. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, the I get it. Very weary of that. It's behind a paywall. It only is on the app, so they only can watch it on their phone or you know airplay it to the TV. Mm -hmm. And you own all rights to your material. It's no, there's no corporate conglomerate here. It's literally my buddy from Dodgeball put half put half of his life savings which was five grand into it this is a shoestring budget yeah mom and pop shit it's just trying to to you know yeah i i, yeah. I think it's fucking cool dude. I, it is cool it is cool and it's like we just need one joe rogan to be like oh this will pay a bunch of poor comics fuck yeah i'll tweet it out I mean, one this yeah. shit yeah that's all you fucking have you uh have you thought of maybe have you ever thought of you know doing cameo like i've done it yeah you, are you on there i've made like 300 bucks and it's really weird that people it, pay me to do that <laughs> there's like i i've had 
I, I did one for my buddy. I, I had that guy, Ricky Berwick, you know him, the, the, uh, I hired him to do a, uh, cameo for my buddy and he was hilarious. You know, the, the, you know who I'm talking about, the, no, but, uh, he's, I think he's very paraplegic or something. I don't know. It, it's probably fine, but yeah, no, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I'll, I'll do, I, you know, I'm just trying to make a living out here. So fuck yeah, I'm on cameo. <laughs> Oh, fuck, dude. All right, man. Well, I don't want to take more of your time, dude. Um, I really appreciate you doing this with me. And, you know, it was awesome. Fun talking. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you. Did I bring up my gun? No? You got a gun? No. Well, the whole reason I pushed it an hour is because I've been in the process of purchasing the firearm legally. Yeah. They, they text me, okay, your gun's finally in. I had to order it, and it took uh-huh. like a month. And then I was like, I said to myself, oh, I'll just go first thing in the morning. Yeah. And I looked and their stores closed on the weekends. I was like, oh no. So I rushed over there uh, to uh, fill out the paperwork to start the process. You have to wait 10 days because of California. So yeah. that's why I pushed it two hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, dude, you totally would you what'd you end up getting? Glock 19, baby. You did? Yeah. I just got a fucking Turkish fucking nine millimeter. I don't got no name brand shit. That's okay. <laughs> to protect you and your kitty cat. Yeah, hell yeah. When the wow. zombie apocalypse happens, you know. Yeah, well, f- fucking. The COVID apocalypse happens. Yeah, I'm thankful. I'm just glad I didn't get it. I, I mean, I, I'm still, you know, kind of leery of the whole. Cons- I mean, people have conspiracies and shit about it. You know, I don't know. You know. This shit. It's, well, it's easy to have a conspiracy. They have different information every other fucking day. You know, it's just like, yeah. all right, who's running this shit? But get on the same page. If you I get to, you know. I, I get to stay home from work and collect unemployment for two weeks. I'll fucking take it. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I got, I got to reapply. I don't know how. Anyways, <laughs> they didn't give me my shit, dude. I was like, God damn it. You, uh, oh, do you get unemployment for, no, I, I, uh, got to reapply and never went through. No, oh, this bastard. I've been slanging stickers, bro. <laughs> I, I, it's, it was easy for me. Cause I, yeah, I work at Boeing, you, you know, so, so like I uh I build commercial airplanes like the interior yeah. and stuff. So I it was pretty easy since I have like that that type of job where it's like okay you yeah. Know. If you I was an independent contractor and in the beginning I applied right away and at that time they weren't approving that and then later of course they did COVID nineteen independent contractor relief because yeah. the world shut down and now I have to reapply and it's just an annoying process. No. Uh, but other than that, I've been doing stickers and, and people, not a lot, but people are like, I can't believe you're touring. I'm like, are you going to buy me food, motherfucker? Because I don't really have an option right now. Yeah. Like, give, me, give me four grand and I won't go. <laughs> I, I mean, so I, then I'm going to fucking go, dude. I think it's safe at this point, you know, if people wear masks or if they, I, I don't know, you know. Well, the clubs I've been doing, Rick bon- uh, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, Minnesota and AZ, they only do 40% capacity. Yeah. You're required to wear a mask and there's hand sanitizer everywhere. They they do it, they do it as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's spread out. It's not good for comedy, but it's good for a pandemic. So, you know, but it's, yeah. They're, they're not dumb fucks. They're not doing, you know, they're doing it right, as right as you possibly can do it. Everyone's spread out completely. Uh, like if they have a 400 capacity, they only let 150 people in and you're required to wear a mask and they spread everybody out like separate sections, you know. 
Yeah, they, yeah, I think that's how it was gonna be when I was gonna go see uh, Brandon, but the club had to fucking shut down. Yeah, um, I know. It's yeah. just we're fed up. It's like we want to just go outside and live life, and I want to go to the movies, man. You can't, you can't do that anymore. Well, would you? Yeah, I guess you would, because I, I kind of like the thing where you can like pay 20 bucks on amazon and then watch it at home i mean you know? i hear you but like if you, if you want to go see a uh you know a john wick you want to go to the oh, theater you want you to yeah. you know it's i don't want to watch john wick on my 10 year old tv that my neighbor gave to me you know <laughs> you the uh trailer for uh bill and ted's adventure the new one i did i think kiana looks weird without scruff but that- i love him and i will go see him for like sure. I- I'll go see it, but when he was talking, it reminded me so much of John Wick that I couldn't get it out of my head, you know? Yeah. It, it's going to be weird, but I'm interested it's in it. It's going to be weird, but I, Keanu's one of those dudes where I just am a fan, and it don't matter. Yeah. I'll always go. He's just he's just the shit, man. <laughs> well, shit, man. All right. Uh, well, I'll let you go here, but uh, I'll see you on fucking Tuesday, I guess. Yeah, I'll see you Tuesday on the internet show. Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah, no problem, dude. Thanks for coming. I really appreciate it. And then I'll uh, I'll edit this shit, do like a preview clip, and then I'll tag you in if you want to share it. If you don't, it doesn't hurt my feelings, you know. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, tag me up, bro. Thank All you. Right. All right, all right, dude. Thank you, brother. Peace. Yeah. Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean his shenanigans are cool and tragic, which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. You mean shenanigans? No. You're talking about shenanigans, right?